Welcome, everybody, to Strife's Sanctum Podcast. I'm your host, Citizen Strife. And though I've been focusing a lot on, you know, Japanese RPGs and visual novels and the like, I decided I wanted to change it up every once in a while, and I thought about going into very retro games, and the thought occurred to me to do Super Mario and the NES titles. But I also, for my own shits and giggles, wanted to do Super Mario World, because that's my favorite, and I liked it more, and I just said I wanted to do that. So, turns out, thankfully, Super Mario got a remake in the Super Mario All-Stars pack. So, we're going to be talking about all four to five of those games. But I'm not going to do it alone this week for once, because I have a guest. One of my best streamer friends, if not my best streamer friend, Lee Clips has joined us to talk about Super Mario, because she's better at it than I am. How are you doing today? Not. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm doing... I... Oh, come on. You saw me die to the first Goomba in the, what was it, the second world? I know I, that has happened. I'm, I'm pathetic. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm better at it than you because I really don't think I am. Well, but... you play it more than I do. So it's not good like that you're me. here. I have played it a lot. Yes. <laughs> but that's why you're here because you probably know more about it than I do, which is also a good thing. But the way, um, for anyone who's curious, uh, we ended up meeting through a mutual streamer friend of our own. I wandered into a channel known as Bud Paget, and he was playing Final Fantasy VII, a game I know very well. Imagine that. And Lee was a mod, I believe, and still is over on his channel and many other channels, actually. But several, yes, several, and you're very good at it. <laughs> um, but it. I started playing Final Fantasy X when I started streaming because I had a little bit of a... It was like a few years ago, but Lee was one of the first few people to go, hey, I like this guy. I will stick around and watch this guy. And I guess it's just been one of those things where it just... We never stopped being friends, I suppose, which is rare, but I like that. That means I'm doing something good because I haven't run you off yet. Um, uh, no, you haven't, technically. <laughs> this interview might do that, but we'll we'll save that for another time. Hopefully, I don't put my foot in my mouth, because I'm usually good at that. But Okay, look, if, if, if I've stuck around through Popipo, I think you're stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. But anyway, this will be the first time I've ever actually interviewed somebody, so people on YouTube, you know... You, bear with it and bear with it in terms of like if I struggle or anything like that and let me know and let us know if this is something that you would enjoy and see more guests because I know a lot of people Lee certainly knows a lot of people and there are a lot of games that we could talk about there are a lot of games we could keep talking about um Final Fantasy 8 and Kingdom Hearts included yeah um but for today, I wanted to stick with Super Mario, because I think Mario is one of those, like, ubiquitous things, like a McDonald's or a Bugs Bunny, or, like, some, like, you look at Mario, you've seen it, or you've played a Mario game, you've played it, because, like, every Nintendo console has those. It's, it's almost frightening. I think, aside from, like, the Wii, like, every console's had, like, a Mario game to start off with, or... It, 
at least in those initial years, like you would have Super Mario 1 and then Super Mario World and then Super Mario 64. It's just like you can't not play a Nintendo console without playing Mario. And it's like everybody knows what Mario is. And I'm like, if you don't like Mario, what's wrong with you? And that's it's that sort of thing. It's like Mickey Mouse. It's like everybody knows what it is. So I wanted to get... um insight from somebody who plays it with a lot more vigor and well skill than me because i'm not the best at mario though i played it way back you're somebody who's played it a lot more recently so that helps and um, played mario 3 more recently than anything hey mario 3 is great i love mario 3 yeah but um (laughs) on that subject actually what is it that you do, like, introduce us to who Leeclipse is and what you do in gaming? Um, I do a little of everything. I, I don't do that many platformers, actually, because I kind of suck at platformers. <laughs> but um, I've streamed games from Super Mario 3 to Dino Crisis and Resident Evil. Um... I like a lot of the old school games like the PlayStation 1 era um, and the Nintendo and Super Nintendo era. I've And I also like to do a lot of laid back things. I've streamed myself coloring. I've streamed um, a lot of The Sims 4 and Stardew Valley. I love anything that's like chill and laid back. And I like to try to create that atmosphere when I'm you know, hosting a stream for a group of people because it's it makes it more fun to just be able to hang out and make bad jokes about something and just, you know, be really laid back about or it. Or make bad jokes about other streamers when people walk in and talk about other streamers. Oh, I try not to go there because... Everybody else does. I let everybody else do that. I'm the nice one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but again, I think that also speaks to Mario as well, because Mario's always been one of the easier platformers. Um, Probably I, why I've still been playing it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's still difficult in spots, especially like in the final worlds and things like that, or even like the original Mario games are harder in general. But you play that versus, say, Mega Man or even Donkey Kong with all the barrels or um oh god I'm trying to think oh. um Sonic is eh, kind of half and half you know but that sort of thing Mario isn't meant to be super easy like say a Kirby game is you know Kirby is like on the you're not going to die today don't bother just have fun Mario is like you're going to die if you're stupid so watch out <laughs> But yeah, stupid I, like that one mistake that I that got clipped on my channel of uh, I went to do a level in Dark World Eight on Super Mario Three and I accidentally put on the frog suit, ended up dying very spectacularly. Wait, did you jump into a pit? No, um, one of the little flame thingies got me, and then I fell off of the board. It was that one. It was that one that moves really fast. Okay. And you're hopping around from one small little tiny air air strip to the next. Oh, okay. So it was one of the it was one of the um, 
oh god it was one of the uh airship level things okay mm-hmm. all right because that's the, that's the thing people forget about the frog suit is it's actually kind of floaty and if you're not prepared for it you're actually kind of like I missed time to jump. Oh shit! I'm in a wall. I was trying not. I was trying not to get pinned in between a lighter and the wall, and went to jump, and ended up getting hit by the lighter, and then falling to my death. Okay. Yeah, it was and so bad. Yeah, and there are auto scrolling levels too, which is even worse. And uh, that one was one of the auto scrolls, but it went by super speed instead of regular speed. Uh... That's the one yeah. thing I don't like about Mario is just just the auto scrolls. It's just I get why they make them and it adds a challenge, but it's like those other platformers. I, I remember what was it? Kid Chameleon, I think, had this like level where it was this gigantic like think of Jason if it was like a giant wall of death, right? It would just look like a bunch of spikes and scissors and saws and stuff coming at you. That's what that's what auto scrolls oh. feel like. It's just like why you're putting pressure on the player to do something. I get why, but that's the one thing I hate Mario for is auto scroll. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> but let's see here. Did you like did you start as a gamer? Like when say a Nintendo console came out, whether it was this the Nintendo NES or the Super Nintendo, or was it something that you kind of gravitated to later? Um, I, when the Nintendo first came out, I was, I was definitely still a child. I didn't have one. I had to Mm. go to a neighbor's house to, whenever I wanted to try to play. And it wasn't even guaranteed if I went to that neighbor's house that I'd be able to. Mm. Mostly that neighbor would, it, it was just somebody who liked to show off the fact that they're, Mother would go into debt every year buying them the latest of everything for Christmas. Oh. Uh Uh-huh, one of those. Okay. So. So it ended up um, being like a vanity project kind of thing. It's like, look at this shiny toy. It ended up being one of those things to where even my mom got hooked on it. So, like, when my mom got hooked on it, that's when she made sure that we had one in the house. Okay. Wait, she got hooked in before you guys did? Wow. No, we did, but then she saw how much fun we were having with it, and she always liked playing stuff like Ms. Pac-Man and things in the arcade. Oh. So she decided she was going to get one, and then she she tried out Super Mario Brothers. And the first Super Mario Brothers was the only one that we could ever get her to play. (laughs) She she wouldn't really try any of the other ones. She just Uh. got hooked on that first one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> reminds me of my mom like she would never play any other uh game but you sit her in front of like the old like legend of zelda link to the past or ocarina of time and she will or at least she used to not now in her like 50s and 60s but man they growing up that was like our thing because like my brother and i were into like punch out and stuff like that that was my vivid memory was punch out not so much super mario but when oh. world came out i mean world came out like that shut me up, right? I was Mario <laughs> after that, but Punch-Out was, like, my thing, and I never did beat Tyson legit, because how could you, unless you're a achievement hunter person? I'm not that person. Me either. Ugh. Yeah, so I, I do remember beating him once while I was half drunk, but that's because I had save states, but uh, I never 
never since. But but yeah, it's it's cool because like we're in an age where video games are so widespread that everybody's played them or if you played the Wii, it's like everybody has a Wii Fit in their Wii Sports, I mean. Like everybody had a Wii Sports for something. I don't know what I don't know if that was the thing back then though. Like my concept as a kid was, oh my god, these video games are the best thing ever. And look where it got me. Oh, right. <laughs> but but I mean it ended up being one of those things where like you said, if your family was into it, well they had the money, so yeah. Now we have the money and we can buy all their stuff for ourselves or I suppose yeah. kids. Um by the but, time I hit high school, we had a Nintendo and we had a Super Nintendo. Okay. And my friends were discovering PlayStation. Oh yes, PlayStation. That was that's the thing. Like I was not into Nintendo sixty four for anything except Ocarina of Time. Not I've not played Super Mario sixty four. I can't believe I'm saying that on a channel. I I honestly did a couple of times. Um these kids I used to babysit when I was in my really early twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh they had one. They're like their dad had a PlayStation, their mom got them an N64 so that they could have some kind of video games to be introduced to. Okay. And I tried Super Mario 64 because they couldn't really play it. They were always like, "Can you help me do this?" and I'm just like, "Okay, I'll try." And that game gave me the worst headaches. <laughs> was it something to do with the 3D because that was the first one to do it, I think. Well, it was not to, not just the 3D, but I was constantly fighting the camera. No matter what I did with the camera, I was having to fight with it. And I just kept getting dizzy and getting headaches. And, oh my god, it was terrible. Hmm. That was one of the first games I ever played that made me motion sick. Yeah. Well, remind yeah, me not to it play. Was, it was awful. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick to YouTubing that, I suppose. I don't want to get sick. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's it's bad enough. I watched Bud play it extensively. I watched a couple of other streamers play it, and and I still used to have to take breaks from that because sometimes even just watching it makes me dizzy. Yeah, and and that's the that's the thing that drew me to doing this about the two D Mario's first was I, I I don't discredit what they did. But whether it's Zelda, whether it's Mario, whether it was Mega Man, whether it was Donkey Kong, like, I was always into 2D. And me too. Par part of it for me was there's less on the screen to get stuck by, but it's also like when you're trying to do a puzzle, like, you see what the puzzle is. You know where to go. You know how to get out of there. In a Mario level, you know where the enemies are. You don't have the camera swooping around to get you confused there's less you have to jump over because you see it and you're there. And that's why when it became 3D, I kind of went towards PlayStation because I wasn't the RPG fanatic I am now, but like something about watching Zelda all the time, even then I was just like, I don't want to play Mario 64. I'm sure there are people who do. And again, this is not a, this is not me bitching about Mario in 3D. I'm just simply saying that I'm coming from a perspective of somebody who appreciates 2D 
even now as opposed mm. to growing up but and with, one thing that with the one thing with the 2d games you could always count on ex- until super mario all-stars at least was that you didn't have to worry about something in the background being an illusion and you could actually jump on it an illusion oh yeah have you ever seen super mario all-stars well yeah i know that the color scheme was like all green and like a lot of like browns and that's the thing is i liked it they gave it a whole for for super mario all-stars on the super nintendo they gave everything a graphics overhaul Mm -hmm. and they created like these really pretty backgrounds and stuff so it would get to the point where you'd have to make sure that what you're trying to jump on wasn't part of the background oh okay i see what you're saying the optical illusion kind of thing and Mm -hmm. okay I could see that. Um, I remember stuff like Epilepsy Falls in uh, Mario 2, which was our code name for the waterfalls. That would happen oh, all yeah. over the screen, and it would just be like, no, no, no. Especially World 3-1. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, as bright and colorful as Mario is, there is some things that are just like, eh. <laughs> but to that, to that, anyway... If you were to, like, rank all of them, now that's Mario 1, Mario Lost Levels, Super Mario 2, 3, and World, and you were to give a reason as to why, what would be your favorite, and then what would be your least favorite? My favorite is Super Mario 3. That's the one that just has the most replayability to me. Then my next one would be Super Mario 2, because I just had so much fun playing that game. And um, I'm actually not a fan of Super Mario World, Hmm. but I have played it. I didn't, I I don't think I, I actually got all the way to Bowser's Castle, but I never actually beat Bowser. My sister did, but I didn't. What would you say would be the reasons for that? Um, I don't know. I said I told you I suck at platformers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm I'm just curious because because <laughs> as much as I like Super Mario Three, something just about couldn't get into it. Some of the mechanics were I couldn't get a grip on all the new mechanics they added. Okay. Like, I couldn't get the hang of spin jumping off of things. Okay. So yeah. I was constantly dying when I should have been spin jumping. Okay. And it was just one of those, like, I just couldn't get the hang of it. Okay. Yeah, and it's also an easier experience than 3. Um, as good as 3 is, it has a weird thing for me where, it, um, and I think Donkey Kong has this thing too, where every level is a gimmick. Like, it's not as overt in world as it is in country, but I find with, say, Super Mario Brothers 3, whenever you go to a level, it's like, it's not just this kind of world, it's also, we've got a new enemy or type or something, or we've got this crazy puzzle, like that one where you have to have a leaf and go up the right part of the hill up the ceiling and then into the pipe to end the level, or there's, isn't there like a late castle in 3 where it's all bluish and crap, but it has all these blocks and you have to hit the blocks all the way at the bottom and then run around and then go around, and it's just that's the thing that drove me nuts, was it's more gimmicky 
than um, the other games. I like the gimmicks, but going back and playing them, it's always kind of like there's a bit too much going on. And the time limit, I mean, there's time limits in the world too, but it's just harder. Maybe that just says something more about me than I don't like hard games. I don't want to play this no more. It sucks. Go away. No. And I know what you mean. World 3 introduced this, like, freaking gigantic fish that eats you whole. Big Bertha, you suck. Know it. <laughs> and then, of course, in the movie, she ends up being this just big, gigantic lady because the movie was that movie. Oh. I'm going to have okay. to talk about that movie sometime, unless you want to talk about it now. <laughs> I've only, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. But I, I will say one thing though. Um, you know, back to the original question. You know, we kinda got sidetracked when I said mm, a I little bit, Super yeah. Mario World. I, I like to pretend Lost Levels doesn't even exist. That's fair. Cause um that game is really, really super f ridiculously freaking hard. <laughs> the only thing I know about Lost Levels is that it has the poison mushroom. That's all I ever want to know about it. And I know there are people that are going to be like, dude, it's so awesome because it's so much harder. I'm like, you do um, you. Yeah, I'm not one of those people who likes to just go stabbing herself for no reason. Oof. Fair enough. Um, so, so we did um, Super Mario 3, Super Mario World, Actually, you said two, right? You said two was after World, like, and you said but, um, you said I two said was three better, and then two. Yeah, why? Why would you say two? Two was a lot of fun to me. It wasn't as much fun as three, but it was still a lot of fun. Did, I had I, I had a tremendous amount of fun playing that. Did it ever bother you that it was not really like the same Mario game that uh, everybody kind of knows? It's Doki Doki Panic. Reskinned, yeah, but I'm at the time that I was playing it, nobody knew that. Mm -hmm. at, seriously, at the time that I played it, nobody knew that. I don't know if any of us knew that. Uh, it be probably became a thing in like Nintendo Powers because the power of the internet. We know everything now. I know, right? Yeah, and I've even I've even seen a video of the original Doki Doki Panic, and it was freaking cute. Yeah, it was this weird, like, almost Egyptian or Persian-style game, which says a yeah. lot why there was so much sand and, like, weird phantom mm -hmm. imagery. And I liked it. If I had one criticism, I would say that the bosses were very repetitive. And as much as I like Ostro or, well, Birdo now, I wish they had more variety. Because if you get through one of the levels, you fight the mouse dude with the bombs, and then you fight the three-headed dragon, and then, oh my god, they're back again. And, like... That's a little eh, but then again, Super Mario 3 had all the Koopa kids who were almost always the same. I mean, they're a little oh, different. They're a little different, but you can see why it's like why would one thing be repetitive and not coming back and say this thing's also repetitive? So, you know, I'm covering <laughs> my bases, you know, so people don't come after me cuz YouTube. Anyway, but I do like the fact that it is so different, and without it, you wouldn't have stuff like Shy Guys. You wouldn't have stuff like the Ninji Dudes. You wouldn't have Birdo. I mean, I love Birdo, 
as weird as that. Exactly. Because Birdo is like iconic in that sense, like you know what it is as soon as you see it. And then I saw it again in Super Mario RPG and it's like, oh yes, it's Birdo. You know, it's one of those things. And now like a lot of the stuff that we take for granted was like super new back then. Like, and th- this will lead into my next question. Did you use Peach all the time like everybody else, or did you like to use other people? Because Peach is OP, and oh. I always used her. Me too. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know what her baselines were. Dude, uh, when, I've raced, when I play Mario Kart, I use Peach. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, oh so, 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 yeah, that's the, 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 the thing about Peach, if nobody's played it, is she has a hover ability. Don't ask me how she can hover in that skirt, but she's able to do it. Um, but that's a thing that she's able to do, and she's able to just... There's like a level where you have to <laughs> climb over a magic carpet and fly it to the rest of the stage. She gives you an extra second or two to to hover. It's like unfair because you can do that. Um, the next best is Luigi because of that flutter kick, but he's a little like weird in that sense. Uh, Mario was well-rounded. And then Toad is able to, like, pick up turnips and crap super fast. And he's tiny, so he might be good in that stage with the... Wasn't there that stage with the ice level with those birds that kept coming after you? Like, he'd be good in that. Not gonna lie. I I think he'd be good in that. But I'm also wondering, and maybe this is something you can add, is, like, if you were to use... Were you the type to just use one character, or would you mix and match? I pretty much only just used Peach. <laughs> that's the that's the best answer. And I don't care if you disagree with me, Internet. That's the best answer. When I was growing up and I first got my hands on Super Mario 2, and I'm like, I can play as a girl. I'm so happy. <laughs> I was uh, like, I don't have to be this little fat plumber. I can be <laughs> a girl. Oh. Like, do it. To a girl growing up in the 80s, that was everything. All of your video game character heroes were all guys. So, and if you played video games, you had to play as a guy. <laughs> so now, now, that, now that I'm on that subject, I'll veer into Metroid. Did you know that Samus was a girl, or were you aware I of it? Never, I never played Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I got spoiled on it because... I, I got. I, I, oh. I found out from a magazine. Okay. That this character I'd never heard of was actually a girl. I, I look at that and I and I laugh sometimes because it, she the way it happens is you finish the first game, and the best ending, she strips, and then you see a bikini and and long hair, and I'm like, well, one that's very sexist and very tacky. Two, like. What do you care if Samus is a girl, right? It's like, and this is coming from a guy who likes, you know, the strong female characters who like to kick ass. I'm like, yeah, that's great. You know, I'm with you in that sense. Like playing as Peach, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Then there shouldn't be. But there's this stigma even still that it's like people can't play as girls. I'm like, who are you to decide that? If I want to play as a girl, I will. And in your case, you enjoy doing that because Peach is awesome. Hey, you're looking at the person who likes to make uh, Link to the Past randomizer seats with Sailor Moon. (laughs) 
you do oh yeah i do i I I forget was it was it was it like i as much of an anime fan as i have i don't actually know their names which one is the main one is that the one that's in there because the randomizers get like specific sprites and you're saying you got to you you made a sailor moon one or you chose the sailor moon one I chose the Sailor Moon one. Okay, because I wasn't sure which one it was, because I'd imagine it would be the blonde-haired one. And I bet people in the comments are going to be like, Dude, you don't know Sailor Moon? What kind of a fan are you? I'm like, I didn't watch that. Sorry. <laughs> but Sailor Moon sounds like something I should be into. Um, but that's awesome, though, because, again, like you're able to choose what you want to be and mm-hmm. Super Mario 2, more so than e- any of the other games, allows you to do that. Because in one, you're Mario. If you're Luigi, you look like Mario, but with green. Um, I remember in four, like, Luigi is Mario's sprite. He doesn't have the the big, tall, thin um, Luigi sprite. He looks like Mario, just green, you know? Yeah. So uh, I can... The- Go ahead. In the, um, see, that's the thing. In Super Mario, the original Super Mario, and in Super Mario 3, that's exactly what you had. You had the sprites were completely identical except for the colors of their clothes. Super Mario 2 was the first game where Luigi looked a little bit different mm. than Mario. But then for some reason, Super Mario 3, they went back to the original way of doing it where he looked just like Mario. Yeah, and I don't think it changed until they were actually able to do, like, the 3D graphics and such. But they didn't have Luigi in Super Mario 64 or any of the games, to be honest, which I'm sure is annoying. But then again, they don't Mm -hmm. use Waluigi in anything, despite the internet complaining about it, so who knows. Um, I know. um, Let's see here. Um, Are you a fan of Mario or are you a fan of Luigi more? See, that's a loaded question. Because <laughs> I, I used to have to play as Luigi all the time. So for a while, playing as Luigi was my preference just because my sister was the... My sister had to be Mario at all costs. She always wanted to be player one. That's me. So I, I had to play as player two all the time. So <laughs> I got stuck being Luigi and I eventually grew to like it. Hmm. To the point where, like, if I was playing with my sister, I couldn't play right if I was if I mm. wasn't Luigi. Uh, um, it was weird. It's a family <laughs> dynamic thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked about Peach. We talked about Mario. We talked about Luigi. Uh, do you have any issues with Toad as a character, or is it just he's there? Struck me as like really hyperactive. <laughs> Can and then do- Super Mario Three cemented that. Can, can you can you do a Toad voice? No, and don't try to make me. Fair enough, because I remember uh, I tried to play Super Mario RPG, and a guy was expecting me. I forget what they were trying to do. I was kind of basing it off of Game Grumps at the time, because I was into Game Grumps when I played. <laughs> Super Mario RPG, and they did the Toad voice, and then, you know, other big-name streamers were doing the Toad voice, and it just became a thing to do, and I'm like, that physically hurts. Don't do that. So, yeah. I can I can test. Don't do that. 
I mean, I get it. I've got a girly voice, but I can't do that with my voice. I wasn't saying that was because that's why. I was just curious. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any, like, for all of the games, do you have any, like, power-ups or particular levels or, like, anything that you remember that just jump out at you as, like, oh, my God, I can't not remember that because this. <laughs> um... Well, in Super Mario 3, world number four was pretty unique. Ah, yes. I loved the giant world. I loved the giant world. (laughs) I think that goes down as, like, everybody's favorite. Uh, That was was my super favorite at the time. Yeah, I I think it's between Sky World and um, maybe Water World, but like you said, Big Bertha sucks, so maybe maybe not. Um, And the Tanuki suit was, like, the best power-up ever. Yes. I freaking love the tanuki suit. <laughs> well, it's the only thing you can use to defend yourself against stuff that will kill you, and it's like, can't catch me, can't catch me. Oh, I can go now. I mean, just in case the tail whip misses, you can turn yourself into a little statue for a second. So I, great. I, the 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 power up I like, other than well, obviously the P wing because that's unfair, and I get to use it. Is like, oh yeah. Like pee wing and cape, like I if if you give me an open cape, I will use an open cape because if I get a cape and I get an open world like in world, I'm just like, oh, that's done. I don't have to worry. That is the one thing I will say about world is the cape makes everything almost kind of pointless and you miss a lot of the world or a lot of the level because you can just get through it and the pee wing to a lesser extent does the same thing. In 1 and 2, you had to play the worlds or you had to warp out of them. So you're kind of like, well, even if you warp out of them, you're still stuck, you know? So getting to know that Tanuki suit's actually really good. Um, I remember the yeah. Karibu shoe. The, oh my god, I love that little shoe. I I don't know if they brought it back for any of the re-releases, but you can tell that like a lot of people are like, why is it only in one level? It's so stupid. You know? But... It, it showed up like in a couple of like one or two levels but it was only in that one world though yeah and i loved that little i loved that shoe it I... made just it made everything so much fun <laughs> um trying to remember um hopping around in a big green boot <laughs> uh do you do you have any like when you think back to Mario as a whole, like, do you have anything that stands out to you as something that I really like this about Mario or I just no, it's not my thing. I don't like it. And I wanted to get it off my chest. So kind of liking and disliking the series or even just something specific about a game that just comes to mind. Of the power-ups as a star. I just like stars. <laughs> Yeah, the star is the only thing I hate about stars is they don't last long enough. Um, I know because you get it and you're like, I want to use it, but exactly. yeah. But just the fact that you can sit there and just have this cute little star be like your total invincibility power up. Yeah, and it turns out one of the levels in Super Mario Three. You remember that level with all the like the chompy dudes, and you have to run through mm-hmm. the like. That's you where have it, to have a star to be able to get the next star. Yeah, and if you don't have like, wh- like you can get hit once. Be- if you're if you come in as like 
big Mario, but after that, it's just like, no. That's why I dread playing three over and over is because I know that that level comes. I know it's like level seven, so you expect it to be harder, but they design that. And at some point, you're going to need to take the hit anyway, because some of those stars you can only get to as small Mario. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. Okay. And, And that's the thing I liked about stuff like Big World and Giant World was like, yeah, you have the giant hammer bros that wrecks the ground, but he never, like, is out there just, I can't be stopped. Like, in, like, Super Mario 1, you see a hammer bro, you're just, like, dead in your tracks. At least with 3, you're sitting there going, oh, it's a hammer bro. Well, this could suck, but I could get through it. Or, like, a boomerang bro. But, man, you see those in 1, like, 1 doesn't give you much, if any, leeway. And I get it, that's how they were designed, you know, it was the first Mario game. I get that. But, man, you see those hammer bros. I think it's, like, near the end of Bowser's castle or near the end. Yeah. And it's just like, you got to run right through them. And if you don't have a suit or something, you're screwed. And it's like, uh, at least yeah. with three, you see the hammer bros and you see the boomerang bro. And you're like, well, it could be problematic, but it's not the worst thing. Uh, any anything else jump out at you, like good or bad about Mario? Um, probably just the fact that Bowser's always kidnapping the princess. Like, <laughs> are they like what the heck is it with the? Is he that power hungry, or does, are they dating, or what? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think Odyssey is probably the closest they've ever come to answering that question. And even then, I'm just like, unless they're actually secretly dating, I don't know the answer to that. And part of me doesn't want to know. I'm just like, I get it. Like, in a in a narrative well, sense. I mean, in the beginning, it was pretty obvious. Like, he was blatantly kidnapping her. Well, yeah. But it... at what point did that turn into... <laughs> Um, so are you coming by to kidnap me this week? Yeah, that's, that's, that's (laughs) the joke. Like after that, when they got into Super Mario RPG, I mean, we might as well talk about Bowser now. Um, Bowser doesn't get great until you see the clown car. And then he doesn't (laughs) get super great until you see him in Super Mario RPG because he's such an idiot. And then you get to mm-hmm. use him in your party and you get to throw Mario at enemies because that's something Bowser would do. I think after after like RPG, like Bowser stopped becoming the I'm here to kidnap it, it to like do you wanna go karting today? It's like he he's such a like fascinating goofball that it's like they take the piss out of him because you know that that like Mario as a design like every time he's going to beat Bowser he's always going to do it and they make that's part of the fun but unfortunately way back it's like they don't have that they don't have that as the story so Bowser kind of comes off as like not much he's just a big dinosaur dude um but I mean that's fine because you got to remember, the, these games came out in nineteen ninety, like nineteen eighty five to nineteen ninety one. So I guess I can cut them a little bit of slack, you know. Because even stuff like Final Fantasy wasn't like super 
intricate story-wise and you're asking a platformer to make Bowser some amazing <laughs> character. Like, no. But you're right. Yeah. At some point, I'm like, Link and Mario have to go to a bar one day and just talk about every situation that they've had where they've had to save Zelda or save Peach and wonder, what are we doing with ourselves? Do you do you want to trade? Like, I'll take, I'll take saving Peach for a day if you'll take saving Zelda for a day. And then Mario is like, but I don't have hook shots. You can't. <laughs> I have fire. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that was dumb. Anyway, <laughs> but it's like I don't need a hook shot. I got a tanuki suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, this Mario we're talking about here. Yeah, and and again, I think as a as a way to circle back to the beginning, this is why I wanted to do this because <laughs> I think. Sometimes I get in that mindset that there's only one way of thinking about a game or there's only one way to play a game. And that's something is whether we're YouTubers or streamers or we watch other people do them like everybody has a different reason for playing a game. And I think the thing you told me was I play I get to play as Peach. That's amazing. Like I love the stars. That's amazing. And then my reasoning for playing a game would be like I don't want to play a platformer. I'm going to die. But again, it's like, I still love those games, right? So everybody comes into these games thinking different things and having different thoughts, and we get to kind of share them and, and you know, talk about growing up all being for, fans, I'm, right? I'm all for anything that lets a girly girl have a chance to be a girly girl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I, I wanted that was to. My, that was my absolute favorite thing about Super Mario Two was I didn't have to save the princess. I could be the princess, <laughs> and I could, <laughs> and it was all a dream. But I still remember yes. it happening. It was all a dream. Yeah, Mario Zero, Luigi Zero, Toad Zero, Peach, everything, and then it was over. <laughs> but um. But um, since we're starting to wrap up here, uh, I do want to ask you, is there anything you wanted to talk about or anything you wanted to plug about your channel or anything else that you're doing uh, going forward? Um, well, speaking of platformers in general, I'm having to revisit Spyro 2. <laughs> did Solid put you up to it? Yes, he did. <laughs> Of course. Freaking, he, he he decided to just say during his stream the other day. I wonder what it would be like if you and Captain Dark and Paul um, were to race Spyro Two. Wait, are you going to do that together, or are you going to try and do it separately? Theoretically, we're supposed to try to do it together and maybe do it for charity. <clears throat> oh, that's that seems pretty crazy, but I mean, I'm sure you could do like co-streams and stuff yeah that's a that is definitely a thing yeah and because that is something that you're good at doing is co-streaming with um didn't you like co-stream with dark and captain or <laughs> i was about to say captain bud uh bud and captain dark with stardew and stuff because you talked oh about stardew and um oh yeah yeah 
Dude, did you see the last time that I co-streamed with Bud? We were playing Phasmophobia. <laughs> oh, God, no. We were, um, it was me and Solid. We were trying to introduce Bud to Phasmophobia. Oh, and that... then Chard Monk joined us. <laughs> did, and Chard Monk knew about Phasmophobia, but, but Bud did oh, not, yeah. right? Okay. Bud did not, but Chard Monk is an expert at Phasmophobia. Okay, because I've seen a couple of streams of it, and all I've really seen is it's kind of like... It can be pretty spooky. Okay. I mean, is it something that they change it all the time, or is it the same game over and over? Because that, that's what I don't it, understand. They've, they've been adding things to it pretty regularly. Like, when it started, there were only a handful of different ghost types. Um, and since the game started, they've added several new, they've added several locations to it. Okay. Um, they've added more ghosts. Sorry. They've, um, like, right before Halloween, they added this campsite location. Hmm. Okay, and so. it is. So it's kind of like Stardew where it's constantly evolving and constantly changing. So even though you're in the same setting, you're always able to do different things and add to it. Almost like yeah. downloadable content. And okay. Every I get time, it. You, every time you play it, you have different goals to work towards. Like one of your goals might be to get a picture of the ghost or one of them might be to, um, find bone evidence of mm. the ghost there, you know, something like that. Okay, so so you're going to be doing co-streams with more people and doing all that fun stuff. Because what I've seen you do a lot is Sims, is um, Stardew, is Diablo. Like, you're what I would consider, say, a variety streamer. But at the same time, you're like, hey, I want to play Mario today. Let me do that. You know, let me do... <laughs> a Legend of Zelda randomizer thing. Let me do Phasmophobia. Let me do whatever, you know. So you have your own way of approaching a stream. And I, I do definitely appreciate that because coming from yeah, somebody... The latest, the latest randomizer I've been doing is actually a Pokemon randomizer. Oh, oh yeah. Because that was part of that Poke-November, Poke-November thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay. It's um I've been playing Leaf I've I've been playing Fire Red. Um randomized and mm. it's been pretty fun. Okay. So so yeah, if people are interested in chatting with Lee Clips or anything going on, you can visit her at Lee Clips on Twitch. And do you have a YouTube or is that something you're going to do or thinking about doing? Really, I have a YouTube channel like so many other people out there, but I haven't really done anything with it yet. Hmm. Well, um, but you know, there's always, there's always later. Okay. Uh, anything else you want, uh, want to let fans know about before we head off today or. I do also have a discord server for anybody who follows my Twitch channel. Um, there's a, there's a link to my discord server directly on my Twitch page. Okay. So if you, you know, if you want to chat with me more, that would probably be the best place to do it because I'm constantly in Discord. Which can be a, a very good thing because sometimes we're not always on and sometimes <laughs> we need a break. Especially lately. I, cause I'm, I'm actually a mom. Mm. I'm not just, I'm not just a Twitch streamer. I'm a mom. 
and I constantly have to do things like that have to do with my kids. Well, and again, I think as a thing to sign us off, that is something to be respected because I'm, I am not somebody who deals with kids. I don't deal with family. So it is nice to know somebody who does and can get that perspective on things because you play different games than I do or do different things than I do. But you also have that, like, I have that responsibility to my family. That is something I respect more than anything. And uh, again, I think for anybody who is a fan of any of the games we've talked about today or wants to know about these games, Lee is the person to talk to. And like I said, of all the people that I know, I think you were like my best friend, I suppose, like in that world, right? And it has been a few years and I even now I'm just like, I don't think YouTubing or streaming would have been as fun without your help. And I've always appreciated that. So I did want to say that before we signed off today. Thank you. And once again, uh, this was Super Mario All-Stars and Super Mario World with Lee Clips. Check her out on Twitch next time you get a chance. Definitely follow her. She's an amazing streamer. And like she said, she has a lot of hats and she definitely wears them all with pride but that will do it for us today and this is citizen strive signing off